Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi queens. We're in Turks and Caicos. We are. So we are pre-recording this episode just so we could get one out for you guys. But this week... Make sure you're following along on stories Mm -hmm. for all the fun and the good wedding stuff. So freaking excited. I just, I don't know, I'm so overwhelmed in my brain because I'm trying to process content you know what I mean and I feel like most people don't really think of this but I'm just like okay like we're doing so many fun things like I want to share all of it like all the activities and I want to try to do it in real time too but I don't know how easy that's gonna be but then it's like if I miss one event we have another event the next day so then I'm like I might be behind one day on events but that that might be okay it it's definitely okay it's whatever you want it but to I be but I still want like my stories to be like like yeah the day of is what I'm gonna try really hard to do so I just like I feel like some people might think I'm crazy like whatever I love content and I'm excited to like post about all this stuff so I just like need to figure out the best way to balance that and be mm-hmm. present and post and capture everything you know and edit and all that so it's just like a lot but whatever happens happens but it'll be amazing and so fun and magical yeah and i'm so So excited excited. i can't believe it's finally here i feel like it's just like one of those things where you just talk about for so long and you plan it for so long and it's like the one thing that's like on your to-do list and then all of a sudden it's here and then it's gonna be Mm -hmm. over so weird so yeah but yeah, really going to soak up this week, enjoy it all, just take it all in, and yeah, I can't wait to share it with you guys. I'm so excited to just be there and have all our friends and family there. I think that's like the most exciting thing besides getting married, so. Yes, yeah, so, so excited. exciting. But yeah, basically, that's my influence of the week because I couldn't think of anything else. It's just my wedding. I feel like I have so many fun outfits planned for just like our bachelor night, just like rehearsal night, just random nights and like wedding night. And like, I don't know, I have so many outfits. I need to figure out where those (laughs) are all going, but so excited. Love that. Well, my influence of the week is also your wedding and I'm so excited and so happy for you. And it's just going to be a big celebration of love and us frolicking on the beach and all the happy times and memories and vibes. I'm so excited. So that's also my influence. Yeah. Especially with all the rain this past week in San Diego. Did you get a ton of rain? Yes. And did you see all the videos of San Diego like flooded? Yes. So they're really funny. I feel like it happens. It happens every time it like rains here like this. But honestly, this rain felt like more rain than that random hurricane. No, I know. Oh, my God. That's literally what Josh and I were just talking about. That was that might as well have been the hurricane. Yeah, so that's why I'm like extra excited to be somewhere warm and tropical. And we were talking about this right before we started recording, but we feel like we've been seeing people go to tropical destinations this year a lot earlier. And it kind of feels like, are people over winter already? Like, what's the vibe? Are people still into um, the I'm snow like low key a little bit, but also I feel like we are going away. So probably that's why. But I feel like that's kind of what i'm seeing like so many people are traveling to tropical warm destination places as opposed to cold snowy places i feel like Mm -hmm. so that's been really interesting but that does make me excited for content because i was a little nervous because i was like is this going to be like a little too early for beach content but then been seeing everyone obviously post their beach content and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay it's gonna be okay and then we like come back and then It's basically springs. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Basically. So, yeah, yeah, I think all the content is going to be so fun and I'm so excited. I'm just going to have like all the vibey aesthetic beach content and I'm so excited. So, 
This week, we wanted to do a Q&A episode. This is our first Q&A of the new year, so we're really excited, and you guys submitted a lot of really good questions, so we're going to try and get through as much as we can. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for submitting your questions. We really appreciate it, and we always have so much fun answering them, and it also kind of helps us decide like what you guys want to hear and like what you guys want to mm-hmm. hear us talk about and topics and whatnot, so... We're really excited. So we have a couple that we'll kind of just start with that are icebreaker questions, a little easier questions, and then we'll dive into the more content, social media, Instagram related questions. So first question is, do you guys have or want any pets? Yes, we both have pets. Um, I have a dog named Kylo, and he is a golden retriever, German shepherd, husky mix, but he pretty much just looks like a white golden retriever for the most part, but yes, he is our literal child. We love him so much, and I'm trying to convince Josh that he needs a friend, so... He does. He needs a a friend. I say it every single night. Like, he needs a friend. So, he needs like a little brother. He needs a little brother. Oh, I see that too. He'd be such a good brother, a big brother. (laughs) This is what Alyssa did like, what, two years ago? I think three. Three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I have two dogs. I have one German Shepherd, Dexter, Dexty Bear. (laughs) <laughs> and he's so th- he's eight i think no i thought you said he was six he's eight i got him in 2016 oh i so know cute. big boy so yeah. he is eight but still acts like a puppy at heart and then i also have wrangler who's a golden doodle who's the little bear he's the little brother <laughs> And I feel like their personalities both reflect that. He's definitely the yeah. annoying little brother, but it's so <laughs> cute. Um, and he, yeah, I think he's like three now. I think. But yeah, yeah, that sounds right. They're <laughs> so cute. Like Dexter's definitely the alpha and Wrangler is just like the like whimsical head in the clouds like <laughs> floats literally and around yeah and just like does whatever dexter does basically so so cute <laughs> but yeah we had dexter obviously before wrangler and like he was like fine by himself and everything but as soon as we got a second dog like it's been so nice because they like play with each other they entertain each other they tire each other out so it's like if you get busy and you you know don't have time to like take them out a few times during the day like they really just entertain each other and so it's always like nice and I feel like when I was getting Wrangler I was like I love Dexter so much how am I gonna love another dog like I don't know if Mm -hmm. I have enough room in my heart you know what I mean but then it's just like you realize you can. So like Josh, you definitely need it. I know. So Josh, this is our sign. Okay. And then the next question is, do you have any Valentine's Day plans? Hmm. I feel like I haven't planned anything past your wedding, honestly. So <laughs> no, I feel like we will probably just do like a low key, sweet little date doing like our favorite things so maybe go to the beach or cook something at home we've been into cooking so probably just something low-key i don't know what about you are you going to dinner a steakhouse yep um we made a reservation at our favorite steakhouse in san diego at they like yeah they like you have to have a reservation there and it's like weeks in advance. Otherwise, you have to eat at like 4 p.m. or like 9 p.m. It's like one mm-hmm. of those things. So yeah. Oh, but actually, we couldn't even get Valentine's Day. So it's scheduled on the 13th because they were oh, already okay. booked when we went to like go do it. So we'll celebrate like a day early, but same thing. But yeah, basically our first little celebration so as cute. husband and wife. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, that is really cute. It's super exciting. So yeah, and that's honestly probably it. Probably going to like be like a little low key after the wedding. Yeah, Just definitely. Like 
rest, recoup, and whatnot. So that's kind of our only plans. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I think that's it. Just like a nice dinner. That's like our favorite thing to do for date night is kind of like get dressed up a little, go out to a nice dinner, and then come home and like watch a movie or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Love. That's, that'll be the vibes. Okay. Those were our little icebreaker questions. Now we'll kind of dive into like all the content things, social media, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So, uh, okay. Are you guys coming to New York Fashion Week in February? Love y'all. Unfortunately. No. <laughs> um. Well, I think one, because of my wedding, it's just like yeah. way too close to plan that. And two, last time we went, it was, like, really cold, right? Like, it was... Yeah, it was very cold, and honestly, don't... Like, it was also very draining, I feel like, doing two New York Fashion Weeks and then a Paris Fashion Week all in the same year. It was a lot. So, I... Yeah. And, obviously, we have your wedding, so it's definitely why. And I feel like... Um, the one in February is a little smaller mm-hmm. than September, like not as many brands activate. So yeah, just like weighing like pros and cons. And then obviously my wedding too, like there was just like no way, mm-hmm. but I think for all the girlies going, I think it'll still be really fun. And like, there will still be things happening. Like I've had a couple brands reach out. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I definitely it'll feel still- like yeah things will be happening I feel like it's still worth it especially if you're not like local of course but also like somewhat close to New York closer around closer than us (laughs) like I feel like it's fun to go I feel like regardless like wherever you are it's fun to go if you want to just go and get content like whatever you can definitely find something which like kind of leads into the next question um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About... Well, maybe, I was going to say real quick, maybe we can put in the Facebook group and, like, do, like, a poll and see who's mm. going to New York Fashion Week. And okay. then that way, all the girlies can comment and connect if you're, like, potentially oh, still good looking idea. for, like, maybe a roommate or just someone to meet up with to shoot content like that. So maybe we'll post in the Facebook group that way. If you're kind of still looking for some people, you guys Good idea. That's a really good idea because I feel like if you're wanting to go, that can be your sign. Mm-hmm. Pitch, you can all like either pitch hotels for a collab or you can go in and split hotel, which mm-hmm. is way more cost effective. So, yeah. Definitely. Um okay. My audio is a little scaring me. I hope I'm not super loud because my lines on my audio just look really loud. So I'm just going to like, I hope it's okay. Anyways. Okay. Like we were saying, it kind of leads into the next question. Someone asked, what are tips and PR agencies to reach out to if you want to go to New York Fashion Week in February? So I feel like right off the top of my head, I feel like the main PR agencies I can think of is like purple PR is a big one in New York. Um, ICA is in LA. Oh wait, I think they have a New York office too. I'm not sure, but ICA Infinity Creative Agency. I think they have a lot of brands mm-hmm. that activate, so you can always try to pitch them. Um, I think Bold PR is one in New York. Mm, maybe Bolare. Yeah, they maybe do Bolare. Fall, but I don't know if they do February. Um, Factory PR is one in New York. Um, I want to say like autumn communications, but I don't know. I think I might just be what saying about that. The Nike, Nike communications. Yeah. Is that's that one, one of them. Maybe? I feel like that's like a pretty decent list. And I think there's also something that gets posted somewhere mm-hmm. of emails and lists. Like if, oh, it, whether yeah, it's right. the New York fashion, the New York fashion website, website, website or something, maybe just okay. do a little Googling. Yes. And and if you can't find the, find the one for this year, look at previous ones and you'll definitely find all the emails. So for sure, try to do that. Yes. And I feel like too, you can also pitch brands and PR companies for gifting if you want like outfits to style too. So not just mm-hmm. like events and whatnot, but 
yeah, I think this is also kind of a good time to start planning for fall as well if you are wanting to attend and just kind of keeping an eye out and seeing like what brands are activating, what brands are doing collaborations, like who are people working with and kind of save it in a folder. That way when fall comes around, you know exactly who to pitch, like what's potentially happening, brands, etc. So even if like you don't have a lot going on in February, like it's just a good time to keep your eye out. Yeah. Or what to expect in February or fall too. So yeah, I feel like I'm like sad to miss it, but not sad because I know we're going to go to fall potentially. So it's like, there's just, yeah, you just have to pick and choose. And so for us, this one just wasn't in the cards this year, mainly because of my wedding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, but I think all the girlies that go, it'll be so much fun and the content will be really cute. And yeah. Why not? So, okay. Next question is when's the next meetup? Okay. We have to like discuss, get some details down. I think Mm -hmm. our next one will potentially be a San Diego local one. Yeah. Cause we haven't done one of those. Um, and then we'll probably do a New York one again for fashion week. Last time it was like a really good turnout. So we might need to make like, actual plans for that if we want to do that again yeah i know Um, i think that coffee shop was a little overwhelmed Mm -hmm. but yeah so i think yeah next meetup maybe like spring vibes i can't i don't know like well we're gonna think of something and do like a maybe like a fun little activity and get all the yeah yeah we used to like back in the day tbt if you guys followed us like four years ago, maybe even five, probably five, we had like a little company called Vloggers by the Beach and we would organize little events and gatherings and fun meetups with activities. So we need to Um, tap back into that. I'm literally still paying for that domain. I am screaming. (laughs) Yeah, we should cancel that. I mean, it's like $20 a year, I think. And like for the moms, who knows when I'm she'll de- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, but yes, that was super fun. So we just, we need to like have the time, but it's been a little crazy, but yes, meet up um, local in San Diego and New York Fashion Week, of course potentially so stay tuned and we post all those details in the facebook group just because we want to keep it safe and private and we like vet everyone who goes into the facebook group so that's where we'll post details so yeah by the way quick little note on that if you guys were not accepted dm me please because i am just being harsh and if you don't answer (laughs) like all of the questions i'm gonna deny you because there's a lot of weirdos there's like honestly a lot of weirdos that like try to join question mark (laughs) um (laughs) so just dm me because i did have someone who did that and they dm'd me and then they were like oh i don't think i put my something so just yeah yeah. just because like when we get a lot of requests we just skim through and if all the questions aren't answered like if you don't put your instagram handle in there then there's no way for us to check And so we kind of just move along because we have to get through all the requests. So yeah, if you're accidentally skipped or missed or whatever, let us know and we'll make Mm -hmm. sure we go in and do that. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Next question is, when's the next trip? Okay. You guys, (laughs) we are working so hard on this and so fast and it's just like, the specific requests that we are trying to make are just unfortunately taking time but we are we are working as fast as possible and as soon as we can launch it like the day that we are given permission to launch like we'll let you know and then we'll literally launch the next day like as soon as we have the green light we will yeah it's like honestly kind of crazy that um we're just working hard on it. However, it will be like the same time frame as last year if like you want to plan. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, okay, yeah, we can say that like same yeah. time frame, like pretty much the week-ish before Paris Fashion Week vibes, like September. Because yeah. it's just the weather's really good in Europe then and it's not too busy. And so, yeah, that's another hint. It is in Europe. And 
yeah and it's just fun to pop over to paris fashion week because you would be there. so surprised at the amount of girls that go to paris fashion week and it is literally not even comparable to new york like i well, it is I feel like it's getting so much bigger better. and bigger yeah like so, i i just yeah. love it so much and um yeah it's a good opportunity to make it to there and meet some girls on the way that you can go to paris week paris fashion week with yeah and we're trying to like figure out like itinerary and activities so that we can make it as affordable as possible so that as many of you guys can come so it's like all these logistics all happening at once it Mm -hmm. is just taking time but we're excited that you guys are so excited and we appreciate your patience and we promise it is coming trust us like if we could launch this now we would but as soon as we can we will and mm-hmm. it's going to be so cute and so fun. And the vibes are going to be like so good. So yeah, stay tuned. And as like soon as we can share more details, we will. And just make sure you're signed up for the notifications for when the trip goes live. We shared the link last week to get the trip notifications. We'll share it again just in case you missed it. It's just like your name and email. So that way, once it launches, you just get the email notification. It doesn't mean you have to like sign up or anything. It just gives you all the info so Mm -hmm. stay tuned it's coming we promise and we appreciate you guys being so excited too so okay next question diving more a little into content so (laughs) this is so specific but i've been so curious do you buy a bouquet of flowers each shoot great question Um, I know, honestly, great question. I would probably be asking the same thing. Um, because, okay, I like love, personally love, but well, for the summer, I feel like we both do this, but yeah, there, we just like love fresh flowers. And I feel like flowers just are eye catching. And, um, I love, I personally love to see, I think it adds so much. So to me, I feel like it's worth it. And I do not buy a bouquet every single time I shoe. I have, I usually have one for the week and then I'll bring it along when we shoe. So I'll probably have like three to four photos with like the same bouquet. Um, but and then, like you spread it out when you post yeah. it. So it might and then look I spread like it out. you're buying mm-hmm. it every time, but yeah. I think too, like Trader Joe's, it's like $10 for a dozen roses. Exactly. And then if you like cut them and keep them in like fresh water, like change the water like daily if you can, they last for a really long time. If like you do the flower food, yes. change the water, cut them, like keep them fresh. I actually, I got so many flowers for my birthday and I tried so hard to take like really good care of them. I changed our water almost every other day. Mm -hmm. and they lasted for almost a month like all of them yeah so I feel like if you can take really good care of your flowers and you have content planned then you can like stretch out how long you're using the bouquet but again it's like ten dollars at Trader Joe's and it's technically a write-off as a category under photo props (laughs) I just feel like personally they add a lot so um it's worth I it. I recommend it. If you guys are like, oh, I want to shoot with these, but I don't want to like buy a whole thing. No, like I don't even but think then about you have it now. It's like, I'm going to get them. Home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is your sign. Buy the bouquet for the shoot. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next question is how to film in an unesthetic environment. Okay. Do you think we're talking like indoors or outdoors? Or both? Um, oh, you're right. I feel like they're asking for out in because, (laughs) okay, let's say both. Let's say both. Okay. 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 I feel like in terms of outside, but also this is, this could be both. Like, I just feel like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I feel like the most interesting like locations and videos and whatever, like is always, I don't know. I feel like you can tell when someone like. I don't know if I'm explaining this right. Like, I feel like you can find beauty in the small things. And I feel like that's what makes something really cool and interesting. So if you can find that, because everyone has, first of all, for indoors, everyone has a different home. And I feel like people are nosy and like people want to see what it looks like. And I feel like it's also worth it to invest in your home and like, Mm-hmm. In your you space. know, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's like, okay, I feel like if you're at home and you don't have an aesthetic space, like I feel like 
the best thing to do is like find the place with your best lighting, which is usually in front of a window. So find the best window in your house. And then I feel like kind of make the area around that as aesthetic as possible, whether that's cute little home decor finds at home goods Mm -hmm. or like maybe if you own your home then you can paint your walls or like if you're renting like maybe ask if you can paint your walls or get wallpaper and I feel like people really like settings at home that are not like super plain but like they look like you're in your bedroom or like you're in your living like people I feel like like that organic setting so it's like I think so too as long as you have good lighting and then have just like your clean space, add some cute little decor, I feel like that's fine. Like that's really all you need. Yeah. But also I've been there and I literally Same. would, we would rent studios to film in. So there's mm-hmm. no shame in that. And it's a write-off if you, if you, you know, can, we kind of talked about this last episode, but like, you know, if you have your business set up and you have write-off set up, like that is something that you can write off. But I would rent studio spaces to film because I just like could not stand like I couldn't make it aesthetic. So that's always an option. Yeah. And then I feel like same thing with outside. Mm -hmm. Again, like you said, it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Just get creative obviously we all don't live in europe we all don't live in new york city and unfortunately cannot have that really pretty background and like we literally have one building in san diego that we basically shoot in front of that kind of gives the city vibe because Mm -hmm. i just like downtown san diego is not that cute in my opinion Mm -hmm. so we just kind of like once we found our locations, we just kind of rotate through those and make them work. And then we also drive to LA to get content as well. So that's a two and a half hour drive. So we do drive to get locations mm-hmm. as well. So if you're able to do that, I feel like that's a really good option too. But again, it's just like finding that one cute coffee shop, going to hotels in your area. Like, are there any cute lobbies? Usually, like the front of hotels are like pretty cute or like, government buildings you would never think of this but like sometimes courthouses um banks like the big like main ones that are downtown like they sometimes will have aesthetic Mm -hmm. fronts with like pillars and stairs and like that kind of vibe so i feel like that's always worth checking out too but yeah Mm -hmm. again it just depends where you live but i feel like we see girls who kind of live all over and they make the best of their situations so I feel like you just have to be creative and kind of figure out what works for you and then roll with that if it makes sense but like remember the days when we were shooting in alleys and parking garages and stairwells yeah yeah, there was a huge I mean I guess that was COVID when we were shooting in parking garages and that was like the biggest that was the it spot like Mm -hmm. that was the vibe and honestly that was so easy and everyone could participate and it was great but now it's back to like Europe so we're like okay um (laughs) Europe (laughs) I don't know I feel like interesting locations I personally love so what's unique to where you live that you could share with everyone yeah So yeah, I feel like you just kind of have to get creative and like we had to kind of like location scout for a while until we found the guild and like even if you have other creators in your area, like kind of, you know, observe where are they shooting, like Mm -hmm. research like coffee shops on Google Maps, you can kind of like get the vibe of it, you know, I feel like those are some good starting points. So, okay, great. Next question is, what is your process for posting on Pinterest? I feel like I'm doing it all wrong. Okay, do you want to take this one? I feel like you have a good process, right? I mean, all I do is I just post on Pinterest. Like, I feel like Pinterest has changed kind of lately, and I don't love it. Like, they... If you're familiar with posting on Pinterest, like, basically, when you create a pin, it would Mm -hmm. be an idea pin, And that's like when you would upload your content, but they kind of changed the format and it's a little frustrating because it it used to be like where you could upload a carousel that would kind of be your idea pin. And then every time you like tapped the screen, it would like change the slides. But now it like, 
is weird where each slide is like a video and then you have to like wait for the whole thing to go like you can't like skip through it now i don't know it's really weird and also interesting with like uploading videos on pinterest all my videos were uploading blurry so i reached out to pinterest and they basically said that they compress videos on the app so that the speed of the app like state isn't slow but then it's like all the videos are blurry and i'm like okay, so my content is just going to be blurry then. So what's the point of uploading a video? I know, like people are just not going to go to the platform for video. Yeah, so I feel like my current strategy is like I just, I repurpose all my content from Instagram to Pinterest and I just make sure to use keywords and SEO because I feel like Pinterest Mm -hmm. is such a big search engine. So I just use the photo or video and I'm like, okay, if someone was going to go on this platform to find this photo, what would they be searching for? And I feel like I just try to use keywords like that. And honestly, like I feel like with Pinterest, there isn't really... A strategy in terms of like like Instagram where it's like oh I post this day at this time like I feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of random so I feel like for Pinterest it's just more consistency because it's like you never know when something can take off if that makes sense but mm-hmm. yeah I think I just I repurpose all my content there and yeah Same. that's that's the <laughs> Same. I'm just like repurposing. I'm also wondering if there's like some other hidden strategy that people have where it's not just like using SEO and keywords and posting consistently, but I think that's like really it. No, I feel like there used to be this hype around like um, there, I, I think it's an app or program. It was called like Tailwind where people would literally like post all their strategies there and that it would like pre-schedule things for you and it was like this whole thing but like I don't feel like people really talk about that anymore um and I just feel like Pinterest is just a big place for inspo like whenever I'm looking for something the first place I go is Pinterest like Mm -hmm. so much of my wedding content like all the inspo is from Pinterest like I like created boards that and I like broke it down to like like dress inspo, makeup inspo, hair inspo, like day of details, like photo inspo. Like I have just all of that on Pinterest. And so I don't know, like, yeah, my only, like, I just, the only thing I hate about Pinterest is it's so easy to steal other people's content and like gain from it. And I really wish there was some sort of, I don't know. I mean, I guess it is just like a search engine, but I just wish that like, you could report someone else's like photo if it's yours and they would take it down people yeah I actually got a notification recently that like it was and it was so weird because it was just a pin that I had repinned it wasn't even my pin like it wasn't even anything serious and I got this notification that like a pin was taken down because the owner like filed a copyright claim and they like didn't want their content on Pinterest which I thought was interesting interesting but maybe I don't know So it's just like I got an email saying the pin was taken down, which it's fine, whatever. But I've seen some people like put their handle like in like a really um, like kind of transparent thing. Wait, that's actually such a good idea. But that's also like kind of a lot of I know, like that's such a good idea, but like that is so much But then if someone tries to screenshot it, then it has your handle but then the only issue is if they're taking it from your instagram i know i was gonna say that too. putting it on pinterest so then it's like i don't even know if it's worth it honestly yeah but that's true i think pinterest just like stay consistent say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill honestly i think and just make sure you use really good seo on there because it's definitely a search engine so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um okay yeah hopefully that was helpful um okay any tips on how to pivot your content but still keeping your audience engaged hmm okay pivot your content I 
would love to ask some more questions, but <laughs> like, I wonder like how, how big is the pivot? Like, you know, are we jumping niches? Like, are you going from fashion to food or is it like, cause I feel like you can incorporate both of those, yeah. but um, I feel like I would say like transition slowly and kind of like introduce your audience to it. Like, not just like like cut cold turkey like go one yeah. day your fashion and then the next day you're like all food basically but like if you're fashion like sprinkle in a recipe here and there like maybe post it once a week and then maybe like start posting it twice a week and just kind of feel it out and see like are they engaging are they not because I feel like that'll give you a good sign of whether like it's gonna work or not and then I feel like if you're doing like a big switch like fashion to food then maybe it'll be beneficial to just start a new food account but if you're Mm -hmm. kind of pivoting something that's like related like fashion to beauty you can like intertwine them and like do the transition slowly yeah I mean that's what my strategy would be yeah I agree with that and personally I love seeing if it is what we're talking about, like fashion, beauty, food, like I feel like those are just lifestyle and I just love seeing people, it's like being well-rounded. I don't know. I love to see like all different aspects of someone's life if I really like their content. But um, I yeah, I agree with you when you, in the sense of when you said you, if you're doing a huge pivot from like one niche to complete other niche, like definitely I would say start a new account because your audience is not going to most likely be as engaged with your new content just because they didn't follow for that reason initially, unless you like very slowly integrate it. And then your engagement might go way down and then Mm -hmm. it might be harder to reach new audiences that you would want. I actually saw that happen to a girl a few years ago. She went she changed her foodie Instagram to a fashion Instagram. And then she ended up having to just like stop that account and then start a new one because obviously her food followers were like, what is this? Um, and I just so, feel like it depends like what direction you're yeah, going. Because really I feel does. like from like foodie to fashion, you're just like, what's going on? But if you went fashion to foodie, I feel like it's not that bad. Cause like, I know, I feel like that too. Like, I want to like you too. can make it cute and aesthetic like I don't know so I feel like it's just like yeah it's like very specific but if you go slow then you can kind of like gauge the reaction mm-hmm. and then if it's like not that great of a reaction maybe just create a new account but like also like try it a few times because I feel like the first yeah. few times people are going to be confused but then people might really like it so yeah, I feel like you can sprinkle sprinkle it in. I feel like reels are really good for that. Um, and yeah, see how it goes. But if you have like a specific thing you were talking about and want further clarification, feel free to DM us to the yeah. girlie who asked this question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, and then I feel like, well, this is kind of similar. Is just what's your advice for growing an account and an audience right now on Instagram? Our most asked question. <laughs> um, yeah, we like definitely we, have. We could deep dive. Yes, but... we could. We we have a lot of deep dive episodes on this. However, like yeah, if you guys didn't number... know, you can go through and like search. Right? Can yeah. you search? Yeah, I think like our so. episodes. Mm-hmm. You should be able to search, and we have dedicated deep dive episodes on this where I feel like. You can get some really, really good tips, but if we were to keep this surface level right now, I just feel like everyone kind of says the same thing. And like, honestly, the way to grow right now is, in my opinion, is one, consistency and two, reels. Yeah. Um, and just did I like, tell you I had a random call with Meta? Did I tell yeah. you that? Yes. Okay, yeah. Like this meta advisor, I just clicked that Instagram thing where it was like, do you want have a call? Like whatever. And I but like it you and did I it said, a while ago, right? Yeah, I need to find and my then notes just... and like recap that and share it. But Ooh, basically... Okay, that should be like an episode next. Okay, yeah. Um, but basically they said that like reels is like how you reach a new audience. 
So I just feel like if you're wanting to grow, like posting reels consistently and just posting consistently in general is how you're going to do that. And then they also like were pushing threads as well. And I also started to notice this too, because they're like, I don't have a thread in your feed, right? Like you can see a preview of them. Yeah. I don't have a threads account. And sometimes when I'm scrolling, I'll see the like preview. And then I actually saw them on Facebook too. So I think they kind of are repurposing threads all over. Yeah. And they said that you can find new accounts that way too. I just don't know if that's where I'm looking for like new accounts. No, because like... The only threads that I swear I see are just like, where are all my fashion girlies at? Let's follow each Wait, other. Same. And it's like, is is that what people are doing right now? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, we did that in the olden days, like, <laughs> but like screwed. in a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. In the oh. olden days, I'm screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So honestly, like my tips would be, consistency and reels if you want to grow is there anything you want to add to that um yeah because I mean I feel like I really I obviously agree with you when you say consistency and it's like so annoying because that's something that I'm trying to stick to right now with TikTok and sometimes you just feel stupid like truly and I need and I'm like every day I am working to like get over that and I I think I'm just like more in touch with like my um feelings now that I'm like a therapy girly but like sometimes you just feel stupid and that's okay and you just need to realize that like everyone who made it really big literally felt that way at some point like people still do like bigger creators like sometimes you'll just feel a little silly posting something but that's okay and you never know how it's going to land and who it's going to reach and maybe it's going to really resonate with someone or maybe someone's just going to like find your account and just you know like Mm -hmm. absolutely love it like you just never know what could happen and like we said in the beginning of the month like we are leaving being embarrassed in 2023 and so that's just what gets me through every day so just (laughs) post your content like I promise you no one is being looking at your content and like thinking of it as harshly as you are. Like I promise everyone is worried yeah, about themselves. Like so just post critics. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Good. <laughs> and yeah, I just feel like with all the platforms and like everything, like unfortunately like consistency is the way to stay relevant even if you just like are not seeing results like you have to push through that because that is literally the barrier to entry like the people who give up just stay there and then the people who just keep posting even when you are seeing just not what you want to see in terms of engagement like you will I promise you like the platform will push it out at some point yeah (laughs) at some point some some are luckier than others yes but your time will come So just, I think that's when it's important to just make sure that the reason you're doing it is the right reason and you're not doing it for the wrong reasons. Cause if you are, you're going to just get burnt out. You're going to resent it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, have such negative feelings towards it. So just making sure you're in the right headspace and it's something that you genuinely love to do. And you actually want to make a connection with your audience and you want, you know, to build the platform and build relationships with other creators and brands that'll help you get through a lot of like the slower growth periods because Mm -hmm. you have that purpose instead of just growing. So I feel like those are kind of the main tips that we can give on that. Mm -hmm. But we do have other episodes. You can kind of search and go listen to those ones for some really good tips in there. Um, Okay, next question is, hi, I'd love to hear about how you prioritize your platforms because there are so many. I like to know it, Amazon, TikTok, Instagram, it can get so overwhelming. So where or how do you prioritize your time if the primary goal is to grow a loyal, engaged following? Love that. And literally agree 100% with you. Like my entire days sometimes are just gone because of the platforms that you just listed. But if I were to prioritize them, my list would be Instagram, TikTok, like to know it, and then Amazon. Um, and yeah, is that the same for you, you'd say? Yeah, I'm trying to think because yeah, definitely Instagram, TikTok, 
LTK. And like sometimes I genuinely forget about Amazon because I'm like, and Pinterest and YouTube. And I know. Evolve. And yes. And like, yeah. It's no, just like seriously. literally the list goes on. So I feel like it's really important to kind of prioritize, like figure out what your favorite platforms are and kind of just like stick with those. Like luckily we have assistants who can help us repurpose this content onto our socials, which is like such a lifesaver because it does take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah I, just like go onto the platforms that you resonate with. Like don't force something just because like every, like, I don't know. Like if you're not an Amazon girly and you don't shop on Amazon, you don't have to be on the Amazon platform. Like if it's not natural for you, like I feel like I go through phases where I'm on Amazon a lot and then I will like not be on Amazon for months. And so it's just like sometimes Amazon isn't, top of mind and like especially if I'm doing LTK I feel like LTK is really good because they have so many brands including Mm -hmm. Amazon so it's kind of easier to categorize it there I don't know I feel the same though it's a lot it's a lot yeah it took me honestly a very long time to get actually on like to know it like I was just so one foot in one foot out and I finally dedicated the time to just doing it every single day and I've seen the payoff and I also feel like it really does help you with your sellability like s-e-l-l ability with your audience because you're kind of training them to like if they want something yeah like where to go for everything that's you related and all of your links so I feel like it really helps honestly in a way building it an engaged audience because yeah they're gonna go to your like to know it and they can count on you for that consistent posting of your outfits all your links things like that and I really personally like knowing that I can rely on a creator to have their links and mm-hmm. like to know it and I just feel like it's so transparent and not gatekeepy vibes so I really really like like to know it and I've been having I don't know if I I don't know if having fun is the right word but like I, I've been enjoying like uploading and posting content to there and I um I don't know I I really like it. But yeah, Instagram is our BB. So yeah. I feel like Instagram, TikTok, like to know it, Amazon and Pinterest. I feel like Pinterest and like to know it are like same level for me. And yeah. then Amazon and yeah. Yeah, like I feel like it's if I overwhelming. Buy something on Amazon, I'll link it there. But if like that's not the main focus, then I'll link it on LTK. And like I definitely appreciate the creators who, like I know if they post something, like I can just go mm-hmm. to their LTK and it'll be linked. I feel like it just yeah. makes it easier for everyone. So, Agreed. yeah. But I think just like pick like which ones you resonate the most with and what you have time for and just like stick with that. Like don't overwhelm yourself. Don't feel like you have to be on every single platform and like stretch yourself thin. Like yeah, just like pick your mains, you know, pick your team and stick mm-hmm. with it. Um, okay. Agreed. Next question is when is the right time for going full time with content creation? Honestly, I love this question because simply put, like, you will know. Like, I swear to God, you will know because you will get that gut feeling telling you that you need to do it. Like, for example, for me, I literally was crying every day at my job because I knew that this is what I wanted to be doing full time. And I was so scared. But, like, that gut feeling was what when it was time for me. And I knew it. And I, I, Thank God I listened to it because it was really scary. But I just, I feel like you're gonna know and like you will feel so pulled to it where you're just like, okay, this is like what I need to be doing right now. Like I believe in myself 100% and I know I can do this and I know this is what I want to do so badly. So just listen to your gut. And if you're like having those really strong feelings and that really strong pull to like put your all into content creation, I feel like that's when you know I feel like if you're yeah I I don't know I feel like that's the very Pisces answer and then I will give you the (laughs) the Capricorn answer (laughs) I feel like 
in ter- in like a more logical sense is like you have to like <laughs> add up your bills and like what are your monthly expenses yes, right because no, like you obviously <laughs> you obviously <laughs> like need to support yourself whatever that looks like you know everyone's situation is different like bills whatever whatever that expense number is like making sure that you're consistently either hitting that benchmark or exceeding it I feel like is kind of a good way to gauge if like you know you're you're just not sure but like you need like a sign that's probably like a sign and then also definitely having some savings like at least three to six months just in case and like and that's not like a reflection on you just like in case there's like a slow month or sometimes brands take net 60 to pay or sometimes brands take a really long time to pay and the pay is just inconsistent so it's like you have to be mentally ready for that and I feel like a lot of people have a hard time adjusting from going to a bi-weekly paycheck to really not knowing when your next paycheck is gonna be or for how much you know what I mean seriously but then it's like, yeah. it's really crazy because once you get used to it, I don't even think twice about it anymore. No, seriously. And like, okay, going back to my Pisces answer, I feel like personally, I prioritize freedom over right. stability slash like, like right. that in that sense of stability. So yeah, I just like you know could that's part of the job. Both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you it's definitely like, can. But just like also make sure you kind of have a financial plan. And like, I feel like too, it's not even a bad thing if you got a part-time job at a coffee shop for a couple days a week or your favorite retailer, like just to like supplement some income. Like we talk about in episodes two, like multiple streams of income. So if you can get creative with that and like maybe your collabs aren't um, enough to exceed your expenses. But if you can come up with multiple streams, whether that's doing, you know, content for brands or whatever it is, affiliate, Mm -hmm. like if you're really good at selling things, affiliate links, like just having that multiple streams of income and being able to do that. But I feel like as long as you're able to cover your expenses, then there's that, like that for me, I feel like would be that like, time to take the step like for me I'd be like okay I'm good like I can these are my expenses I've been consistently making this much in collabs like we can do this yeah and if you feel like that pull but like Mm -hmm. financially you're not there yet like maybe give yourself like three months to like go at it see what you can do full time and like if you Mm -hmm. are just not I don't know if things aren't really working out how you thought or expected them to like you can always get another job like Mm -hmm. work part-time job whatever you need to do yeah because I feel like if you put yourself in that situation where there really is no backup plan then you might hustle harder work harder and like really put your all into it because you don't like have that paycheck coming in anymore so yeah I feel like it just depends on what kind of person you are what type of motivation you like and like Mm -hmm how you handle those kind of situations and then based on that is how you can make the decision because everyone is different so yeah hopefully that helps okay next question is tips on trying to get brands to pay you after working with them for free on a few collabs okay we also have a very in-depth um episode on this just because we're not going to go at an hour in depth like we have in an episode before. So definitely, if you want to hear that answer, look that one up. But I feel like, um, wait, oh, okay. I feel like you should always like kind of precedent your gifting collabs with like, oh, I'd love to kick off the relationship with this like gifted collab just because you're kind of like setting that precedent if you wanted to mm-hmm. work with that brand in a paid capacity. But also you simply could send them an email and just be like, you know, show them your insights or how the how your audience has reacted to the product or whatever the brand in the past and say like, I'd love to work together in a paid capacity if there are any open opportunities available moving forward like and just leave it at that like just I feel like yeah you're gonna have to make the decision for yourself and then you're gonna have to set that hard boundary or that hard line because basically what's gonna happen is you're gonna be like hey like I'd love to get paid 
And then the brand is going to be like, sorry, like we can't pay you, but do you Mm want to do gifting again? And then if you say yes, they're just, they know that they can just keep gifting you and they will never have to pay you. But if you set that line and kind of, they're like, you know, oh, we can't pay you, but we'll gift. Like you have to be able to kind of be like, okay, like at this time I'm prioritizing paid collaborations, you know, like here's all the times I've tagged you posted year. Here's my sales. Here's like my engagement on your post. Like my audience really likes you when you can like build a case to show them. I think they're more inclined to kind of make that transition, but I definitely wouldn't expect it if like you don't have that great of a relationship. Like maybe you posted them one time and like you have like no stats to show anything. So I feel like when you are making that transition, it is really important to be able to kind of show that data, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have to like be ready to be firm and be willing to walk away because unfortunately there are brands out there that just know their product is amazing and that everyone wants their product. Everyone wants to wear it. Everyone is accepting the free gifting and they just know they don't have to pay anybody. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the yeah. hard part. And then you have to be willing to kind of walk away and then follow up. So yeah, it's that's yeah. a tough one. And they'll, they'll come back like if it's meant to be, but you just ha- you have to like at some point you got to set that boundary for yourself and, and sometimes your... they don't come back like yeah sometimes they don't but like but it's not you what do you like, prioritize yeah and mm. then I feel like that just opens the door for another paid collaboration to come along. yeah so yeah yeah you just have to set that boundary with yourself and be ready to stand firm to the brand otherwise it's just I feel like it'll be really difficult. And then you also have to realize some brands just don't pay. So yeah, then that's what you And some brands will say no at first. And then like literally four months later, they're going to come back and just be like, oh, we thought of you for this campaign. Like you never know. And that's happened to me multiple times. So if they say no, it's not like a permanent, like forever no. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. So. Yeah, definitely a tough situation, but we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question is tips and tricks for shooting alone. I'm always worried someone will steal my stuff. Honestly? Like, yeah, like <laughs> I I don't think I a very valid concern. Um yeah. I'm trying to think because I think I would just say like make sure you're in like a decent area, like maybe not too many people, maybe go if you can when it's not super busy. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like if what we would do if we were shooting alone is we would probably go as early as possible. Like literally mm-hmm. like the sun comes out, you go shoot because there's not there's like going to be many people. people. Or it also just depends on what area you're in too. Like the vibe trying to think what else and just like be very vigilant like be aware of your surroundings like I feel like you just have to be like very aware and like if you're getting uncomfortable or like someone is like oh like I'll take your picture for you or you're just like whatever just like stand near your stuff like don't set anything down that like if you have your props like keep them in your hands at all times like obviously your phone is in a tripod is what I'm assuming like just make sure you're in like a decent area, like not too many people and just like say, be around of your surround, so, uh, be yeah. aware of your surroundings. And if you see someone coming or walking up or you're just a little uncomfy, just like go stand by your tripod and like look at your photos. Like, yeah, like hopefully you have, if you're driving, like keep all of your stuff in your car and just keep your key in like a little pocket of what you're wearing. Be like, hopefully that's the scenario but if not i mean yeah like we get nervous in new york like when we're carrying our stuff so i feel that um or like if yeah if you're uncomfy like go get back in your car like mm -hmm. try to park near your spot so you can just kind of sit in your car and wait it out like yeah i think again you just have to be aware and like be quick i feel like 
yeah that's that's honestly what i would do if i was gonna go shoot by myself like yeah i would just like be really quick be very aware if someone's coming and i don't feel comfortable like i will just go stand by my phone or even like hold it in my hand even if it's still on the tripod or if like someone comes up and asks like oh like people ask us if they want them to take our photos all the time and i'm like you're literally gonna run up with my phone like no (laughs) yeah like literally no so yeah don't be afraid to like say no to people and like claim your space you know what i mean like don't let people get too close i don't know so yeah just be safe out there girly and go early (laughs) go early okay next question is let's see okay hey ladies wondering if you have also been experiencing drops in story views lately ugh i feel like maybe a little bit um yeah we have talked about our story strategy lately for increased views is unfortunately just posting less um and more throughout the day i feel like throughout the day and less stories um right back to back perform best for me Unfortunately, the meta expert that I spoke with also confirmed this because he basically said to post one to two stories a day because... Wait, that's so crazy. I know. And I was like, really? Like, you only want people to post once or twice on stories? Because, like, he's basically saying, like, it's just kind of like a reminder to your audience, like, hey, I'm here, or hey, I just posted this, or hey, go check this other thing out. So you're basically, like, using your story to direct people somewhere else in a way i don't know it's like very interesting because he's like yeah like people like okay like say you follow a thousand people like you're not watching a thousand people's stories you know Mm -hmm. so i was like okay that's a good point and you're just kind of watching i don't know personally i like to watch stories but yeah yeah, but for views, like, we just notice the most views when we post, like, one story every 24 hours. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I But that's hard that. to do, yeah. But like, if I'm going to post more, I'll do it, like, spread out mm-hmm. if I can. But if not, it's really not a big deal. Like, whatever, the next day yeah, you like, can, it's like, like, reset your... It's it, yeah, it's not. But in terms of, like views I feel like yeah like when I would do my little one story strategy like I was getting like really high views and I feel like they have kind of like leveled out Mm -hmm. but they're still decent but not like the crazy high Mm -hmm. but yeah I would I would try to maybe not post on stories for like a full 24 hours kind of like reset post Mm -hmm. one and then don't post anything else for the next 24 hours and see if that helps yeah and yeah, go from there. But some people love to post like a bunch of stories. And I feel like some people have really good story views when they do that. So I feel like it honestly just depends on your audience and what you're sharing on stories. So yeah, like for my wedding, I literally don't care. I will be posting stories. Yeah. I so it is so. what it is. <laughs> um, okay. And then last question to wrap this episode up is how to look cute in the winter. <laughs> so cute. Um, personally, I love to see all the layers. I love to see the leg warmers, all the Mm -hmm. little accessories, the beanies, the earmuffs. I feel like more accessories, the better, Better. honestly. I feel like it's more interesting. I love, I feel like there's so much you can do with accessories that make it more unique and interesting and just cute. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like for winter, like don't focus on your base layers, focus on your outer layers, So, like, your coats, your jackets, like you said, your leg warmers, your earmuffs, your little fur hats, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, like, focus on the outer layer, um, outer layers. And I feel like that's the way to do it in winter. And then, oh, also, I feel like textures definitely play with textures, whether that's, like, teddy, like, teddy texture, or like any like just different textures like mix and match so like leather and like like leather and black furry coat or something mm-hmm. like just kind of create that contrast and the depth in an outfit when you're all bundled because it like might be hard to be fashionable if you actually live somewhere cold 
luckily for us, we don't. So our, like our layers don't have to be crazy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you do live somewhere cold, I could see how that could be hard. So textures and layers, I feel like would be my answer for sure. Wow. So, oh, and I feel like you're really good at this, but like, um, like your puffy bags, like your like oh yeah puffer bags. I oh, love cute. a cutie little bag, tote bags. Like I don't yeah. know. I feel like there's just so many fun things you can do in the winter that are just like the cozy, cozy vibes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's pretty much. it it thank you guys for submitting your questions yeah really good questions we loved I like going I over love all doing of them. q a episodes it's yeah. really fun to kind of connect with you guys like this um do you want to share our listener of the week yes our listener of the week i think her name is pronounced um renica Re- i was gonna say renica renica okay maybe Let i hope we're saying you- that right but yeah i know Renika. Okay. So her handle is R-Y-N-I-K-A dot M-O-N-E-T. So she is just the cutest. She is such a supportive queen and she has asked, I think in here. Yeah, definitely. She asked in this episode some really good questions and we really appreciate that. Um, And also if you guys want to check her out, she has such a clean aesthetic. She has stunning photos and I don't know. She's like always asking the best questions, always in the DMS, always in different girls comment sections. So she is just a supportive queen and we appreciate you. So shout out to you girl. Yes. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And I feel like we're not doing an episode next week, right? Yeah, we're we're definitely not. It is Alyssa's wedding. Week off for the wedding. So thank you guys for tuning in. And we're going to miss you. And we'll do a really, really fun recap once we're back. So excited. I know. Hopefully, we have some trip updates too. Like, yeah, I feel like our next episode back, we're going to have a lot to talk about. So, really excited. But in the meantime, make sure you follow along on stories, on the feed. I feel like that's where all the fun things are going to be posted. Probably the TikTok too. So. Yeah, stay tuned, follow along. And yeah, I feel like, oh my God, next episode, I will be a married A wife, yes. I'll be a wifey. So crazy. So So, cute. Okay, love you guys so much. And we'll see you in the next episode. And I am off to go get married. (laughs) Okay, bye guys. So exciting. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.